0: The only Sir Rick the Lichtenstein.
1: Hey, everyone, welcome back to the underrated podcast. We are the undercast company made up of myself, Derek McDuff, Ariel Ortiz. Fred and, uh, Alan, uh, Taurus. Taurus. <laughs> Taurus. <laughs> hey, right right there.
2: Hey, uh, what's going on? Um, hey, what's up?
1: This, uh, this is a podcast where we discuss, uh, underrated movies, um, under the radar movies and movies that, you know, deserve a second look. Today we're going to be talking about a 2001 film, A Knight's Tale, starring, uh, Heath Ledger, Shannon Saucerman, Mark Addy, Alan Tudyk, Rufus Sowell, uh, Laura Fraser. Uh, along with Paul Bettany as Geoffrey Chaucer and James Sherefoy Pufo- as uh, the Black- Prince Edward the Black Knight. Uh, the film was written, directed, and produced by Brian Hedgeland, and it uh, received pretty mixed reviews upon release, getting a 58% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it did all right financially, but it wasn't a runaway success. One thing I also want to point out before we start, uh, happy anniversary, guys. This podcast mm-hmm. is going to be releasing on April 27th, which is going to be almost a year to the day, just a couple days off from when we released our first three podcasts a year ago in 2019. So yeah, I just got a notification.
0: I just got a Facebook memory of um, us announcing it coming out, like uh, I think
2: days ago so yeah okay hey. hey, everybody if uh, anybody wants to donate money to us uh, i'll give my paypal out no worries uh support us uh in that Same
3: here, I'll, I'll
2: put my paypal right,
1: right. Bumbo, uh, Every,
2: yeah fans. you guys you guys want to support this podcast then uh
3: yeah, if
1: you guys want we can start a patreon you can be the one and only sub, uh, patreon supporter <laughs>
2: Who me? I, no, I'm not. No, anybody,
1: us. anybody yeah, out yeah. There who's listening.
3: Anybody out there? Come on!
2: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I to was gonna on. say, uh, yeah. Go ahead and 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 support us and and help us uh, buy equipment uh, so we can sound better.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now, now that uh, we talked about that, um, does anybody want to get started with uh, what they thought about the movie? Uh, Fred, this was your suggestion. Uh, yeah.
2: We about uh, a lot well, what can you say about? Okay, if God could make a movie, he okay. made it. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> this uh This superstar. What, what no, what <laughs> can I what no, you know what? What can I say for for a movie that's How can I put it? All right. So No, no, because okay, so it's supposed to be like a period piece, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Technically Very much. Right. No, no, I, I yeah. want to get into that a little bit. Well, I mean, no, that's, it, that's, it has no.
0: historical figures. No, no, that's what it. I'm
2: saying. No, that's what I'm saying. So, so the story-wise, it's supposed to be like a period piece, right? Like, you know, a night in a certain period and a certain time. Okay, normally you would go like, the music would have the feel of that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music doesn't. But the music goes really well with all the scenes, right? You know, You know the best way to put it? This is Guardians of the Galaxy before Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: I was thinking about that with the soundtrack. True. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. what it is because the movie itself is good. <clears throat> the movie itself is its 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 own, you know, its own time. It's not like they try to be anything other than medieval times when they're doing it. But
1: well, it is a the, the dialogue is a little anachronistic, well, which I don't think is a problem. I actually like. it. No,
2: but but what I'm saying is like, but the music instead of the music flowing with it of like, oh uh, uh, being of that somewhat time period. Like Gregorian chants and fucking Skyrim yeah. battle music, you know, uh, uh, guys with a, a like uh, like The Witcher, like the Dandelion, you know, doing stuff. They <laughs> they they. You end up having like Queen. You end up having uh, David Bowie. You 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 end up having uh, who who else? Don't they have ACDC at one point? Uh, I think so. Yeah, and then they had like, have, like yeah. they have more the like who? Low Rider plays yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, they, they, have they had more.
0: Yeah, they had ACDC.
2: So, so they have all, all, all this all this music that you would think would like pull you out but they put it in such a way in, in the scenes that it works for what it is and for the style that it is because it, it also has humor in it mm-hmm. so it works well so that's why I say it, it's it's like if, if you wanted to equate it to something nowadays it would be like the very first guardians of the galaxy
1: yeah, it gives you that feeling comparison. Yeah. and
2: and that's why I, I maybe for its time back then, is maybe why they got got like a, a, a maybe like a kind of like a down the middle score, but if it were to come out nowadays, it would probably get better. I mean, look, they they did it for like Suicide Squad. They tried to do the Guardians of the Galaxy kind of look to it. Uh, I don't know if the Birds of Prey was like that because I never saw the movie. You know, the Harley Quinn wasn't, wasn't to too pre-
1: much. It, it was, it was kind of a thing.
2: thing. Like, like, yeah. Well, like I said, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But I'm just saying, like with a soundtrack going with the movies, things this one did it well for not being its. Correct period esque music.
1: Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it really did, gets. It did a really good job. Yeah,
2: there. it it gets you going in certain spots. It's good music. It doesn't get. It doesn't feel cheesy. Uh, it just it it feels good when you watch it. Yeah, you could tell that the music doesn't go with it at the time, but it works. It it just sounds good. The acting is, it's okay, but great at the same time. I don't yeah. know how to explain it. Well, like, it's. There, it, it's tongue in cheek yeah, yeah yeah, but I, I feel like they're young still at the time doing yeah. their acting, so they're not like uh, at their at the top of their game, but they show why they do get to their top of their game, why they become you know over the over movies over years you see them get better and better and better, but you see like the raw talent that they're gonna have, mm-hmm. like like the jokes work the the everything every, just everything works well uh. With Paul Bettany and, and Alan Tudyk and, and the jokes they have and the back and forth, it's 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 good. Uh, Heath Ledger is great. Uh, yeah, it's just over overall. Like I'm not I'm not trying to toot the horn of the movie. Like there's still things that are wrong with it. Obviously, every movie does have it. But I'm just saying, just for 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 them, because it, it is rough around the edges. I want to say like the acting is still rough around the edges. I feel at times I'm kind of like. uh... But you can you can you do feel that they they are putting forth a lot of effort and you can kind of tell that I, I, you can see the progression. You know, it's one of those movies that at one point you go, "Well, this is where they started," and then you can see them. You know, uh, dark. You know, uh, when he's the Joker, you can see. Yeah, you like, can kind
1: of see like where Heath Led- like Heath Ledger's got a lot of potential. Like yeah. he's good, but he ha- he's not like. He's no, he's Ledger
2: yet. Yeah, he's not so yet Ledger. Exactly. You see that he
1: will become like a yeah. great actor of his generation, but he's exactly. not quite. But he's yet. not there.
2: Yeah, and that and that's that's something that I appreciate with the movie. It's a little rough, but at the same time, it, it works with it. Especially being like just that, just that just genre that it is, and and where it's at. The little roughness kind of works for it in a way, but I uh, nice hear you. It, it's it's overall. I thought it's it's a genuinely it's not. It's not an Academy Award winning movie. It's not the best movie. It's not going to blow your socks off. It's not going to shatter all your expectations. But the movie itself, even though I watched it back in the day and I really enjoyed it back in the day and I thought, you know, I haven't seen it in a few years. When I brought it up, I just remembered from from back then I saw it and I'm like, you know what? It still holds up to the same standards that it did back then. It's not a terrible movie. It's just a good it's just a nice watch movie like it's not going to bore you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, yeah,
1: it's a fun watch. It's
2: just a fun watch. It's it's not like I said, it's not going to blow your socks off. It's not going to The experience isn't going to change your life. But it's one of those movies that you can watch for about, a, you know, what, like two hour movie and you just enjoy the movie and you kind of forget where you're at for a little bit. You just kind of go with it and you just have fun.
1: Yeah, and it's definitely during these kind of, like, trying times. It's a good just, like, kind of, like, turn your brain off and watch a fun movie. When I re-watched it, I was with my brother briefly, and it was the first time during this whole isolation, and I was like, all right, let's have have some drinks. And I got drunk and watched the movie, and it was a fucking great time. Mm -hmm. Because I think that movie, it just kind of lends itself to the funness because on the surface, just looking at it, it looks like a kind of, like, historical period Mm -hmm. piece movie, but it's because it's got all these anachronisms like the music, you know, or like but it's not just the music, it's stuff like she's got like purple streaks in her hair and it doesn't it's not like a mistake. It does these things Um, knowingly. And it kind of like you were saying, that builds that kind of like feeling of the movie because the movie is it's really a like a nineties sports movie, honestly, masquerading. Damn it. I was going to mention that. Yeah, that's that's correct. And it's it's honestly it's closer to the Mighty Ducks than it is to Gladiator. Down yeah.
0: to we, the usage of we will, we will Rock You. It is a sports yeah. movie. And I came yeah. to that yeah. realization on this recent um, mm-hmm. watching.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's, like, it's like stuff like, oh, we're gonna it's the world championship, you know, and like yeah. they have like the tournament and everything. It's really just like, you know, one of those 90s kind of great sports movies. I mean, they even, always have like, like this, they
0: even have like a training montage too. Yeah, at the beginning. and
1: there's there's like a training montage. There's always like, in those movies there's always like an evil like villain who just has no redeeming qualities. Like Rufus Sewell is such a fucking good villain in this movie. He's just like scheming and evil and like there's nothing about him you'd like. I really like the love story in this. I feel like if it was a worse movie, love story would have been like, he would have seen um, the, the princess at first, but then he's like, he would have been like, oh, you know, actually I really want to go for the blacksmith. But they're like, mm-hmm. no, we don't do that. Blacksmith is just a cool character. She's just, she's a woman who happens to be good at blacksmithing. She's got a little stuff in there about being a widow and she just helps out. Like it's, there's some cool female characters in this mm-hmm. and they don't need to like make it cliched. Honestly, like all around, this is just like a fucking fun, good watch. Yeah. Like watch it, maybe have a drink. You don't have to, but like, all the way around. I just really love it. I love the stuff. Like, there's hints of historical stuff. Like, like Geoffrey Chaucer obviously wrote the Canterbury Tales, one of which is A Knight's Tale. I think it's the first one. It has it's nothing like this. It's like about like Roman gods and shit. And then obviously the Black Prince, and they were both around in the same century. I think they would have been roughly the right age, depending on this when this is set. I think I saw some behind the scenes stuff where Paul Bettany said it was set in like the 1370s, which would have kind of worked if like when like the because uh, that would have been before the Black Prince died and before Geoffrey Chaucer had written his Canterbury Tales. So it's kind of fun to have some like kind of little historical things like that, even though they're like, yeah, Geoffrey Chaucer was like a drunk gambler, which I don't think was a thing. Really fun movie. And I really would like to see more movies like this where on the surface they look like one genre of movie and it's just a completely different genre when you yeah. actually watch the mm-hmm. content of the movie. And it's, that's something really unique and fun that this movie does that not a lot of things yeah. do. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah, going off of that, I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, this is like maybe my 10th time watching this because it used to be always on DBS, so it was like, <laughs> uh, something to watch. Um, but yeah, like, it for some reason, like at the beginning of this, um, this movie, like maybe like even 10 minutes in, I was like, this is a sports movie, and <laughs> I, yeah, I ended up like watching it this time I ended up enjoying it that way and like I I've, I've enjoyed it before and I, I it is like um a, a pretty good movie in my opinion um but to experience it that way and also uh, also and uh, I think the stages I've like seen it is like maybe the classic oh like kind of historic but not really historic um kind of way and then like the slight love story kind of movie and then now um, this time around, seeing it as, oh, this is a sports movie. And kind of like paying more attention to ac- the actual jousting element of the movie. Um, so it's a movie that all that gives a multi-layer kind of mm-hmm. in watching it. And, and you can analyze it a couple of different times when you watch yeah. it. Um, but I, and I agree with um, Fred about how this kind of shows the early stages of all these different actors that have gone to numerous success, successes um, later on in their career, and that might have contributed to kind of like the mixed review of of this movie because this is like about the time after Heath Ledger did um, 10, 10 Things I Hate About You, so he's kind of coming off of that kind of like slight teen heart, heartthrob kind of um, persona it hasn't really reached, like, the... Yeah, this is before like, Brokeback, but after
1: oh, yeah. 10 things. So, yeah, he's still that very much that teen heartthrob, mm-hmm. kind of, like, not taken super seriously yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it, you know, having that kind of thing, and then Alan Tudyk is just coming off of Firefly, so he wasn't that big of a well-known actor or character actor for that reason that he's known for so much in recent history with, with his numerous... Um, voice talents mm-hmm. voicing my my Green Arrow or you know or any of the Pixar. He's in
1: like all the Disney movies now. Yeah. Oh my god, now, he's, always, uh, he's like he's
0: like he was played a chicken.
2: Wasn't he the Malar. robot in Rogue One?
0: Yeah, he's yeah. the robot. and yeah, he was the, oh, the yeah robot. The he's coming back too. Um, but yeah, I mean, for a guy who could play a chicken in a, a Pixar Disney movie, a i was truly like yeah. a master. <laughs> And master, yeah, and um, but yeah, I think it's just these. It was these early stages of of these great actors, and to that just going back and watching it for that reason and seeing where these actors that you come to love and like are in your daily lives. In the case of Alan Tudyk, um, to see them in their early early days would be is a pretty good experience. Also, to top it all off.
2: Um, no, yep. Yeah. What do you think, Owen?
3: Um I enjoyed it. Uh, I agree with everybody on a lot of points. Um I do have some things that I didn't care for. Uh Well, this is a minor thing. It's very long. I, I didn't know it was that long. I was like, oh, it's probably like an hour and a half or something. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. mm-hmm. cuz like right when the credits started, I was like, oh, it's a, you know, it's a sports movie set in medieval times because of we will rock you. And I remember watching it way back in the day, every now and again, and go to Fred's house, and he'd have it on, or his sister has it on, and I'd be like, oh, "Okay, cool, whatever." But yeah, I remember going, "Holy shit, this is two hours and a half." Yeah, I was like, "This is a very long movie." So that was my only gripe. It could have been cut down to like two hours, but it's not a big deal. Um, actually, all of these aren't really like hating on it. I just kind of go, "Oh, they're small little nitpicks." Villain for me. I thought he was pretty generic. I was like, yeah, he's the typical jock. I was like, all right, whatever. He's going to be the bad guy. And then this one was actually the biggest nitpick with me and my girlfriend. because She watched it with me. So what about homegirl? uh, The romantic lead, a few more romantic lead. She has the most 90 1990s fucking outfits and (laughs) hairstyles compared to everybody else. There was literally a scene I think she was literally her, like,
0: wearing uh this one of the same outfits that Julia Roberts wore in in um pretty woman. Kind the of Chanel outfit? Yeah.
1: My See, girlfriend
3: I, I literally yelled like that, at the though. screen and was like, oh my god, this bitch came out <laughs> in for Chanel. And I was like, holy shit, but you, you know
1: And like she had the purple hair, which is yeah. like funny because like purple, purple fucking like hair. You, Purple, like that, you couldn't like even get purple dyes like back nah. in those days. That's why purple associated with royalty, is because it was such like a fucking impossible color to make. And so I'm just, they like, actually so dye okay. your hair
0: with that, too.
3: Like she was just like she was, was super like, rich, and then and then we kept going. We're like, who the fuck is she? We're like, <laughs> is she is she a witch because she has these futuristic clothes, or is she a noble woman? Who the fuck? Like I was like, is she like a tournament roadie? No, she was. She was. a noble woman. She was a noble. We had to look it up and we're like, "Oh, she's a noble woman," but we're just like, "Who the?" F-? She's like a '90s witch, fucking time traveler, noble <laughs> woman. We're like, "Okay, that's what she is."
2: Yeah, because all, all the all the she, knights she's, were she's
3: supposed like Melissa to be Joan Hart's uh, sister. Doubles. What?
0: She's like Melissa Joan Hart's sister.
3: Yeah, fucking uh, Sabrina, yeah. the medieval witch. Yeah, no, because
2: <laughs> I, I was gonna say like, no, everybody had to be. Of, of some kind of uh, noble household to be a knight. Mm-hmm. So everybody watching them up in the stands were all either royalty or high society sitting there. So that's how come, you know, that's that's how you get that gist of when that girl comes and says, oh, my lady wants to talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's where you're supposed to infer that, that she was uh, of some kind of higher status.
3: Yes, yeah, she that's right okay. for because, you know, after a while, they're like, oh, Sir Ulrich of whatever, mm-hmm. and then Sir Black Prince of England. So yeah. I'm sorry, Lady 1990s over here, <laughs> fucking da 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 But, no, yeah, I mean, other than those three, I, I really enjoyed the movie. It's a lot of fun. Um, I like the soundtrack. Uh, like Derek mm-hmm. said, it's very anachronistic, uh, which I enjoyed. I was like, I, I actually like that when movies, you know, even if they're like a period piece... But they add like modern music. I was, good. I always enjoyed that. Like I know Django and Chain. Uh, there's a scene where like Django's just you know he, he saves a day or something in the middle of the movie, and this like fucking rap song just blares and like. And I remember seeing him in the theater and just everybody got hype, and I was like, that's pretty sick. I like it. It's just a modern yeah. day
2: gives, rap you song. Afro, like, gives you the Afro gives you the Afro Samurai feel.
3: Fuck yeah, like the yeah, Afro first Samurai, of the Greg you know.
0: Gatsby did That pretty well. That might be. Oh yeah, Greg
3: Gatsby did a good job with that too.
0: That might also be one reason, like why I mean, because you know, medieval times is something that's very it's it's kind of a culturist thing with like you know, um, rena- rena- renaissance fairs and things like that. yeah. So there might be like there might have been like a, a a
2: group of people turned off.
0: They're like, oh, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. Like the purists might have might have um, given it a bad rap too, because you know, I mean, and then also what what we were saying earlier that. People weren't as accepting of acronymistic kind of elements to movies so much back then than they are now for some reason.
1: Yeah, because they got, I think a lot of the reasons it got bad reviews, people were like, what is this Queen song doing this movie about the Middle Ages? Ugh. I'm like, fuck you.
2: I mean, and there was a lot of storylines going through it. So you had the sports theme, right? Mm. Then you've got the theme in there with, with the love of the guy and the girl, right? So you and got it's like an adaptation. Uh, so uh,
1: like, the one Chaucer thing that well, well so, it, in and that then,
2: only. hang on, and it then hang on, and then you also have a story about a father and a son,
0: oh, yeah.
2: uh, trying to tell him, you know what, if you try the hardest, you can achieve your dreams. And so, like, there's like three different kinds of genres of things still mixed together in this medieval movie. So it can be a lot if you like if you really delve into it. I, for the first time since I have watched the movie uh, at all. I've always like... The, the one thing I've always wondered was... Because I, I didn't pay like 100% attention. I just enjoyed the movie. Every time I watched it, I just watched it, right? Mm-hmm. At the end scene, when they're kissing, the stars are around them. I've always been like, what the fuck is that? Dude, that always takes me out. I'm like, this is one of those damn uh, Grease movies where they fly, right? But that's not it. It's because the dad's always telling the son that you know you can always change your destiny you can always change the stars mm-hmm. so at the end when the stars come out it's his changing the destiny changing the stars so it obviously makes sense but i've never it's really dragon looked. Heart. i've never really looked into it dragon heart's a really good movie I isn't that the one with sean connor
3: yeah yeah
2: and you know what uh that's going to be the next podcast we're going to do <laughs> no, no i just
3: watched
0: stardust we should do that
3: that, yeah,
1: which one, I've yeah. actually
3: Stardust. seen Stardust. I, I think I might be down.
1: Stardust I, I, was, like the, was like the impetus for us doing this whole thing. Yeah, which well, I mean, it,
0: it's the impetus oh, of yeah. everybody doing which, yeah. this kind of podcast. It's the, the most. well-known. Yeah, yeah that's the Diego. whole thing. It's it's the most well-known.
2: Hold up, movie. Hold on, which what is Stardust? I keep asking everybody. It's a Neil Gaiman adapted film.
0: It's got Daredevil and
1: Superman in it.
0: Superman, um,
1: Robert De Niro, Michelle Pfeiffer. Robert De Niro plays a gay space, like, hey, again, again
2: it's I'm it's saying, incredible. again, I'm saying what?
0: Yeah, it's really good. It's who's incredible.
2: No, I said, I don't, I, you, know, you know which one I thought you guys were talking about was the one where, um, damn it, what's his name? Brendan Fraser is reading a book.
0: No, 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 that is, goodness me, what is it?
1: I don't know, but that's what I thought it's you guys were talking just, about. No, it's not Bedazzle. It's the
2: it's... rip-off of the page master. I know which one you're talking about. Uh, That's for um,
1: the past. No, that was a good one, too. George I of the Jungle 2. Well, yeah.
2: Obviously, it. we're getting off topic. Yeah. I don't know what the movie you guys are talking about is. Probably never seen it.
0: It's really good. It's, like, yeah. it's on Netflix. It's the most it's, well-known.
2: Yes, it's good. Listen, not going to yeah. right yeah. watch it unless we got to watch it. That's what I'm going to tell you guys right now. I'm not going to watch it unless we got to watch it. We might. We might but,
1: just...
2: Um. But yeah, like like I said, like uh, that was the one thing that I've never, I didn't really, like I I've I've seen it, but I've never brought it like actually like to break it down like that because this time around, watching the movie, whenever I watch the movies for what we're doing now, I'm watching them objectively to see what what it is at the end. So that's why I picked up a lot more of the dad. I picked up that love story over there. I picked up the the you know, the jog thing here, and then I noticed that at the end, finally. What the stars meant. I was like, oh, so it wasn't just a throwaway scene. It actually, it actually meant something because the dad's looking up to the sky, even though he's blind, he's been looking up to the sky to see the change in the stars because of his son. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, finally, obviously, watching it more objectively and seeing what's going on, I finally yeah. picked up on that. It's
1: kind of a beautiful moment,
2: I think. Yeah. For me, I was like, eh. But I'm gonna <laughs> tell you, I'm okay
1: not... they're they're in love. I don't care. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Before I just saw it as a whatever scene. But ain't cart.
1: Uh, Incar In that cart, cart That's what it was. That's okay. what it was. Yeah. That's why we got confused. And All I've right. seen
2: those two movies, and those two movies are good. But uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: No, I mean it's a fun flick. Uh, one thing I will say is, like, uh, I just to kind of like finish up. I, I think it's underrated. I do think I do deem it to be underrated. I feel like there's a lot of good stuff of it. I, I don't think it's like you know Oscar worthy or anything like that, but like. I think it's a fun flick to watch. You know, definitely you're not going to be disappointed. I think when you finish it, I think you might be like, eh, it's a little too long, but I think also like everybody was saying, it's great to see all the actors, you know, before their prime. I mean, especially seeing like Paul, Paul Bettany and uh, Alan Tudyk. I fucking absolutely love Alan Tudyk. He, he's, mm-hmm. especially on a podcast about underrated films, the most underrated actor, mm. in my opinion, is fucking Alan Tudyk. That guy, one of the hardest
0: working too,
3: kills. Yeah, he's yeah he's the Joker right now in Harley Quinn the 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 show. He's Mr. Nobody in Doom Patrol, where he fucking destroyed that that movie like mm-hmm. that that show. Like he just killed it. Like he he stole the show. He's on all the Disney blockbusters right now. He's always in something.
1: He, yeah, like, he's literally he, a voice in like every single Disney movie
3: Yeah, go on IMDb. Put Alan Tudyk. Look at all the fucking Disney movies he's in, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like yeah, this guy, did... he's just a
1: badass. Yeah, and... the things they did with Pixar with um John Ratzenberger, they're doing that now with Alan Tudyk in Disney movies. Like he's mm-hmm. their good luck charm.
0: Yeah, and, as, oh, and, and then And also with Star Wars, I mean, he is get the reason why they're having a prequel show of uh Diego Luna's character and his Cassie Nandor from a cast. Uh, yeah, Cass um uh, is because. Of him is because he his character of um of
1: K K three S K
0: two K three S O yeah, yeah. Uh, Karius um, one. one oh yeah <laughs> 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 his character his, him they're they're dynamic in that movie and mainly because of him is the reason why they're creating a whole show off of two characters that technically have died already yeah.
1: So. Spoiler alert <laughs> for Rogue One.
3: I mean, it's robot Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk, Like, what else can you want? Like, you might yeah, as well right. just be like the Mandalorian part two. Yeah, you can really Red see... You, you, you can really see...
2: The, uh, what's name? Diego Luna is a really good actor. I mean, you can really see it. Yeah. If you guys ever watch Casa de Mi Pottery, you can really see <laughs> his acting...
1: <laughs> oh
0: you can
2: see his acting shine... Uh, really, really come out and shine in <laughs> on that one. Yeah, but um, for me,
0: final things are like... Yeah, it's... Really great movie. Um, if you are a general fan of of um game of not game of um
2: Game of Thrones, yeah,
0: movies of sports movies in general, and you wanted to see something different but in the same vein, then definitely check this out. It's um a great movie in that way, but also it has all these little entwines of 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 course medieval um things and things like that. Maybe not too much, but there's all these different things if you, if you're interested in that too. Um, definitely great acting, like we've said. Uh, Paul just like one of the also main reasons to watch it is just Paul Bentley's just his act acting during the big be- uh, the introductions
1: of oh yeah Ledger's character so fucking good. oh yeah like, so good just so like <laughs> as an English major like he like I, who loves Jeffrey Chaucer and thinks he's probably the most influential writer ever. Like, he fucking nailed it.
0: Yeah. I mean, the first time he introduces him, it's just, like, so enthralling, and it just, like, gets better and better with every sentence of the whole, like, he did not he did not speak for a year just to know the importance of a whisper. And just all this... That stuff.
3: shit cracked me up. I'm not gonna lie. That shit killed me. I was like, fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> it just gets you... You, like, would want... You, you were gonna... Want a person like that just to like that, and you know, just to
2: yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's a number one hype man right behind yeah, Blade
0: exactly. Blade. You <laughs> know above, what? I would put him above flave.
3: You know what's gonna, what he's gonna do, what I want him to do now in WandaVision.
2: Is uh, just hype, assume, of Wanda.
3: <laughs> fuck yeah, every time, like, she's just like when she rocks. The classic, like in the trailer, she's rocking the classic Scarlet mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch uh-huh. costume. He's gonna be like, "Oh my fucking god, chaos magic and fucking da da Look at her, she's gonna do this and da-. I'd be like, hell yeah, fucking yeah, <laughs> well, just be just be Vision in a plaid shirt, just hyping up Scarlet Witch.'
2: Now I wanted him to be when he was Jarvis hyping up Iron Man right before he comes out
3: I on stage. Yeah,
2: <laughs> hey, it's
3: fucking House of M, dude. She's like, she can literally just House of M that shit and just be like, you know what? You're going to be really fucking cool if you, Paul Bettany, can be Jarvis, Vision, and Paul Bettany. Hyping yourself up. Hyping everyone up. Hyping all four versions of you up. That's it. We'll just call it Paul Bettany, Vision.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You're going to hype yourself (laughs) up. (laughs) Paul Bettany, Vision, House of M. Mm -hmm.
0: That's
2: it. I'd
1: watch
2: it. I'd be down.
0: But yeah, definitely, in my opinion, a must watch. Especially if you're a fan of Heath Ledger. I
3: mean, who who isn't? But right. um, and uh, yeah. I won't lie though. I, I, like right when you said that, who isn't a fan of Heath Ledger? I, I like Heath Ledger. Uh, I kind of thought for a while his performance. I, I liked his performance when The Dark Knight came out of the Joker. I really loved it. And then after a while, I was like, yeah, you know what? It was really cool. But now again, but
2: it's,
3: but it's it, not as good as Jerry
2: Littles. I get I get you. I feel you. Yes, of course. I feel of course. you. Stole I the you. show and so it's called, <laughs> like that's why that's uh, why he's morbius uh, now uh, but
3: like but but now like with seeing uh Joaquin Phoenix as Joker excuse me sorry Arthur Fleck not the Joker <laughs> now I go damn you know what Heath Ledger really did a great job <laughs> I'm, I'm the one who just did not care for You're
1: uh, like wow he did a better job, job than I thought is that what you're saying Joker movie
3: no, I just thought, like, you know what? Heath Ledger really killed it. I guess my suspicions were correct after I mean, the past 12 years.
0: But... Yeah, I mean, it, 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 he is, in my opinion, one among the greats. Of course, the all-great ever-being is Mark Hamill. But, um... Listen,
2: if if you watch his, his portrayal in Brokeback Mountain... You... You're like, I see the pain he has as the Joker. No, I, no what I'm saying is, like, you, you would almost be like, yeah, I could... You feel you feel sorry for him for what he goes through. And that's how I go, man, this guy's a good actor. He makes me feel bad for his situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you look at you works to Heath Ledger mode. If you look over he is an actor film, in the film. filmography, it's just so many different types of characters like mm-hmm. this character, his 10 things I hate about you character, mm-hmm. that multi-layered performance there.
3: Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus.
0: Um, but also <laughs> like
1: um Mm-hmm. Brothers Grimm
3: of being yeah. this child kind that of That character. was
2: pretty good. Uh-huh. That was a good one. That,
1: yeah, yeah, that's a movie that's you're like, oh yeah, that was, I forgot about that it even existed, but I yeah. think
2: I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, yeah. it's not like, like I said, that's another one that's not like winning performances, but it's a good movie for what it is, I guess. Exactly. I like for it, what I it is, it it. yeah, for what it is, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no Van Helsing with uh, <sighs> uh, what's-his-face. Hell
0: Wolverine.
3: yeah, Jacked
1: Man.
2: That that's, that
3: that was actually a good
2: movie in
0: my and, opinion. I fucking
3: love Duke that movie. From, uh, I, love it. It. I, I like it. I enjoyed it.
0: You I know the Duke it. from Mulan Rouge is um is. Uh, you
1: and Mcgregor.
0: No, Dracula.
1: Hmm?
0: Duke, the one that's trying to slut up, um, Nicole Kidman's character in Mulan.
2: I didn't, I didn't watch that movie. It's oh my a, god, a, I'm I'm so, so I'm so I've been it a
1: long time.
2: I like the song. I'm so
3: sorry, Ariel. I misheard you. I thought you said the Duke of Mulan. Who? I was like, wait, that vampire guy. It's an animated film. How is he there? I'm like, he he, no.
2: He was like, he was like, My God,
3: I'll get you next time, Van Helsing. I mean, Mulan, Mulan.
2: You and your little dragon Mushu. (laughs) Oh no, it's a Phoenix. I'm sorry. What? The
3: Mushu's not in it. It's a
2: Phoenix. I don't know how I feel about that. I really liked Mushu. Immediately I was like, I don't want to watch it. I
0: like I really like Can you imagine for it. that replacing Eddie Murphy though? Well,
2: no, but I liked Mushu. Like he could've done it. Twice in a row, baby. Will
3: Smith is the <laughs> I would I'm Smith excited. Smith Mushu? Hey, yes. Fuck it. Let's go.
0: What about
2: okay, okay? What about Chris Rock as Mushu? I mean Chris
0: nah. Rock what
1: is it was Eddie Murphy's in uh,
2: that Well, they just make like, it just make Eddie Murphy know. again. Why not have him do it? I don't know. Yeah. Like
1: I, I love I love Mulan. I love Mushu, but that was the, it. Kind of felt like a little out of place. You're just like, okay, this is
2: really. I really like the it's dragon Park. It's like
1: James Hong and like like it's um so and like George Sakai and Eddie Murphy. All right, okay.
2: It worked for me. It's
1: very blasphemy. It. I <laughs> like mean, I, I thought it was fine. I, I like him,
2: and I like the cricket. And I'm like, if there's no the cricket, I don't right. know how I'm going to feel, man. I'm, I'm
1: ex- I feel like that's the kind of remake that Disney should be making instead of, like, I movies mean, like The is, Lion, it, King and, well, uh, Lion King yeah. and Aladdin, which are just, like, beat-for-beat beat remakes. It's like, we'll take something that's, like, inspired by it. And, like, well, like, it's got the same kind of general story, but it's not just, like, here's all the same things. We've got to make sure we have Mushu in it because Mushu was in the old one. Like, just... Just give me something that like has the flavor of Mulan, but it's a it's a different movie. Otherwise, why am I just watching The, the Lion King again? Or but worse. Well, or or, I mean, or, or G- hang is. on, hang on, hang on.
2: Or why are you remaking all these movies that were already good, anyways, and trying to milk me for some more money on the same nostalgia factor? Yeah,
1: because they're going to do that regardless. So if they're going to do that, they might as well make a new original good movie. You know, like, or just remaster just, it. Like, and put it back. Or computers. like you know. Like, I have like, some problems with the, with the uh, John Favreau Jungle Book, but at least it's a different movie than the old Jungle Book, you know?
3: Or they can just make Tron 3. Oh.
1: That would be cool. Finally, make that fucking... Ch- We're going to have to wait, like, another, what? It was, like, 30 years between Tron mm-hmm. 2 and 3. Another 30 years. It's going to be, like, 2050 before...
0: As long as it's going f- to f- be... <laughs> um,
1: as long as we get
3: death one more time. It's okay, going to be Olivia a- hey, hey,
1: Wilde and... Hey, and
0: hey, um, hey, pun intended. It's going to be Olivia Wilde and the guys... Um,
1: Kid, Garrett,
3: he- no, Garrett Hedlund.
2: Yeah,
3: Garrett Hedlund. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna Kid. have to Nobody use knows that. technology. Everybody watched it
0: for fucking uh, a Big Lebowski. <sighs> all right, well, to tie it all back together, yeah, <laughs> Night's Tale is a very original movie. <laughs> so
1: go it is. It. Yeah, check it out. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, cool. I recommend it's it. definitely a recommend from me for me too. It, more, I, it, I think
2: it's it's how the young kids would say it's a slap.
1: What would you know about you? I, I, keep, I keep
3: hearing it's a what slap What are you trying to say? I'm not, that,
2: I'm not that old. How would I, know. I not know what a slap or a bop it's is? a
0: running joke. Yeah, you're like, like what, two years older
2: than us or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not excuse I'm me, I'm not back. 72. <laughs> I'm tying it back to when I accidentally called you old, like, old I
0: know you I know you are, classical. but is this going to be a theme every time? It's going to no, be no, like no, the no,
2: new running joke, where, you know, Batman, Superman, like, you know, it this is going to be the next one. It was just there. It was
1: just
0: there. I had to. Okay,
1: stop.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Low hanging fruit. I
0: know.
3: <laughs> but don't trip, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I hope you guys yeah. loved it. Yeah. Go out and watch a night's so tale next week. That movie, Superman, reviewed and talked about by an old man.
2: <laughs> God, Jesus, I'm and not that old watch man. That
3: movie. Is me because I'm, I'm 29. Not... I'm almost 30. I'm gonna die soon.
2: You're gonna be 30 this month. Welcome to the Shut old up.
3: Man's
2: <laughs> club. <laughs> welcome, me. welcome to the old man's club. Oh
3: shit. I'm going to die. I can feel it. <laughs> My left arm. Yeah,
1: I turned 36 months ago, and i basically oh. just, you know, like, I'm just falling apart ever since.
2: Hey, listen, listen. If you guys think that's bad, I'm about to turn 35. You guys aren't even there yet. It only gets better
0: from here. Yeah, it's old.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess
0: we'll, 35,
2: we'll wrap it up 35 with... is new B21. Like yeah. He's almost 50. so <laughs> shit. Uh, it's, 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 yeah, almost. Not yet, but almost
1: well, thank you everybody out there for listening. Go ahead and yeah. if you can subscribe to us on whatever podcasting app you're listening to us on and give us a, a rating and a review yeah. for listening on iTunes, five stars, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, if you guys, guys really want
2: to if you guys really want to support us, you know, go on go on our YouTube and, and start uh, liking our videos and subscribing there cuz that's that the bell. one more- that's one no, because that's, honest Honest to God, that is one way you guys can really support us because right now we're not running ads on anything. We're not doing, you know, we're not asking for you guys' money, but it would be great if you guys could go on YouTube and start supporting us there because eventually we could get some ad revenue from that stuff and, you know, and that can support us because we're just a, a bunch of guys, you know, and, and ladies uh, doing a podcast that, that we're not getting, you know, we're basically giving our time and stuff and it, it would be nice to be able to to uh, upscale our stuff because, you know, we we... We're just broke people uh, enjoying what we do. But, you know, a a free way to support us would be going on YouTube and doing that. And that would be that would be fantastic. You know, we would really appreciate that.
1: Or or mention us to a friend if you want to, you know, like, you know, iTunes, you know, or however Mm -hmm. Spotify, however you listen to us to just like share it out there. Um, Or even just, you know, if you have an idea for something you'd like to hear, like let us know, interact with us either by a review or. A comment on YouTube or send us an email or undercastcompany at gmail.com. However you want to interact with us, we'd love to hear from you guys. If you want to talk about a certain movie or something, we're always listening. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, thank you guys everybody for listening. Once again, uh, we've been the undercast company. Got Ariel Ortiz.
0: Thanks for being amazing.
1: Alan and Fred Torres. Ladies, ladies, Have a drink on me. And me, Derek McDuff, I'll see you guys in another life.
0: I went to Julia.